Hello and welcome to Coffee Lovers Radio. Joseph here with Jesse. Uh, we're at Conduit Coffee. How are you, Joseph? Doing fantastic. Um, last episode. That was long. That was long. I it feel was... like we should apologize already. <laughs> we <laughs> broke the format. <laughs> broke the format. It was also the loud, longest shout out we've done. It is. Uh, so just just a just a quick recap. In a recent episode, we brought up a number of subjects all related to uh, having a connection in the work that we do, be it our own businesses or the podcast. Uh, so we decided to put together this three-part series. Last episode was part one. That was the making of a podcast all about coffee. Uh, so go check that out if you haven't listened to it. As, as I like outline these and plan this all out, I was like, great. We'll do three 20-minute podcasts. We'll do the third cracks after those. And then, you know, and we'll be we'll done. Be done. <laughs> Woo! All right. That was 45 minutes. Yeah. And um, I know I'm going to have a visitor here walk in the middle of this one. So there'll be an awkward pause there at some point. All right. This is part two. And it's all about uh, making a magazine about coffee. Um, I'll try not to make it 45 minutes. There's way too much to talk about. And there I, really is. <laughs> so we need to, and I'm just saying this now for the first time, that we uh, it's going to be long. Yeah. And that we might want to think about maybe splitting these episodes up. That maybe maybe there's two that come out. Just well, so that people's feed don't get inundated with. That's fine. We'll so here, here's what here's words. what we'll do. We'll try to we'll we'll limit this one to a certain amount of time, and that means I'm gonna have to glaze over some subjects. And we'll just revisit them. Yeah. And it's fine. So uh, the point of these series is to kind of give you a little bit of behind the curtains look into the work that we do. I think this part two and three is going to be more enlightening and maybe interesting to our listeners uh, because part one is all about the podcast, which, right, which we've talked about some of those things before. But, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, the magazine, I published Extracted Magazine. Extracted Magazine. Extracted Magazine is all about the craft of coffee. I have talked about the originations of making the magazine before. It used to be called Coffee Lovers Magazine. It's now called Extracted Magazine. This is why the podcast is called Coffee Lovers Radio. Because I started the podcast in partnership with the magazine, yada, yada. Everything's changing. Everything's changing. And that's why, why we're, make we're a magazine, Joseph? Let me, before I even ask that, let me just say your magazine is phenomenal. Oh, thank you. And I think everybody should check it out. Um, it's been one of those things that I can brag about as far as like networks and people that we're involved with is just like, this is a beautiful showcase of things that our friends are doing. And it's something, it's totally quality. And I'm really, I'm thank amazed you. that you come up with that kind of quality content and those photos and that sort of design every month like it's it's like it's your job cheers cheers to michael mage oh. for the design but also yes it is my job and we'll get into that yeah <laughs> uh why make a yeah. magazine um i'm gonna give i'm gonna give why, a why you down on this because we have told the origin right. story before well why well, are you still making the magazine why am i still making the magazine <laughs> uh well it's actually easier to still make the magazine than it was to originally start kind of like the podcast like, i started it because i I like ran into this magical world of coffee and I was like, why is it so hard to learn all these things? Like I had my first espresso and it tasted like lemons and orange and cupcakes. And I was like, why does this not taste like bitter black water? And started diving into it and, and just discovering this endless well of fascination and intrigue and people and coffee's deep. no way to get into it without stumbling upon it. Right. Uh, no resources to that effect. So I started the magazine. Um, as I've been doing the magazine over the years, I've, I've gotten into the industry as much as I possibly can. Like I go to the events, I meet as many people as I can. I interview people. I learn it's, that is literally my job is I spend every day, like learning and writing and producing, uh, all these things about coffee. And as I've done that, like my interest level and in what I want to share has 
evolved and refined. Like I, I am really interested in uh, sharing with my readers and the people who find the magazine the things that, honestly, the things that I find, I believe, are important for the best enjoyment of coffee and for the future of coffee as a whole. Right. Like, I think that the more people who discover specialty coffee and who really get into the craft of it, the better for, like, the planet. Absolutely. And that's true <laughs> about most – it's true about a lot of industries. It's really true yeah. about everything in food, mm -hmm. the more we learn about it. And I feel like the biggest problems that we have with food and, and coffee – coffee is a perfect example is because it's so complicated. But the, there's a lot of history in, in this continent, North America, to shield us from where our food – Right. Where our food comes from and how it's grown mm -hmm. and who's – hands are growing it and the, so coffee, the baseline coffee of, is easy for them to shield that from us because it's really complicated it comes from a long ways away right and so we don't know anything about it mm -hmm. and so yes you're right like the more we learn about it the more and then that's evident if you look at how the industry has changed the coffee growing producer side in the yeah. last 20 years has just gone through leaps even and just leaps the, of like everything else even coffee. just the last five years yeah <laughs> um but but yeah that the baseline for coffee is is really low most people have uh, an opinion on what coffee is and should be. And most of these opinions have no basis in the reality of like what coffee is actually capable of being. And even uh, for us, you could say the same. What now? <laughs> no, it's definitely the more you learn, the less, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah it's, for it's, sure. And, uh, it, I'll talk about that in the next episode. Another factor, and I'll get to this in a moment. I'm going to, again, trying to, trying to go through these subjects a little bit faster, but, uh, a good portion of the business for me is marketing. Um, I find, I believe that that the the industry of coffee is has always been really marketing has been a real challenge for coffee to figure out, uh, and it's understandable because coffee is a, like seriously low margin product. It's really hard to make money off of it, uh, and you can't really market it like you do a car, no, or <laughs> whiskey or wine yeah. or whatever. Yet. Yes, we We're talked about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we did. Episodes, I think. Um, There's so, a lot of scotch involved, but that's true. Yeah. <laughs> before before I get into that, uh, I do want to give you kind of an understanding. Like we did this on the last show, what goes into making the actual product? So the work that I actually do, um, and I don't, I don't even know. Uh, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to give a rundown without talking for an hour. Yes. Uh, Can we talk about your most recent episode? Because I was or issue. Issue we can talk about. So I, I so can, the newest issue is is all about black coffee. That's right. And sure, amazing photos and all that kind of stuff. And that was one of those topics. Was like that's a great topic for the month. Like I've never even thought about just only black coffee yeah, okay, and all well, the different ways to do it. And so you had that idea. Yeah, you want to. You're smiling because <laughs> it seems that you're putting your finger up. So I know it's important to you. And, I, I and am, so what? Where did that? Where did that magazine start? Give us. Give us a. I am, uh, so, in the life pleased. Of Joseph I am so pleased with how that issue came together. So, uh, first of all, broad reaches. Uh, I publish monthly. Extracted Magazine is published monthly. Um, I it's have, a digital magazine. It's a digital online. magazine. Yeah. That's right. Uh, it's available through an app on iTunes and Google Play. It's an you awesome can search app. Extracted Magazine. You can also go to extractedmagazine.com. There's a PDF as well for people who are not on an iPhone or Android um, device. There's people uh, like that. So I, <laughs> I have an overarching like sort of theme strategy that I try to like, I have interests. So this year I'm trying to focus on women working in coffee. Like uh, I made this realization a few years ago 
after seeing almost a year of my magazine with old white men on the cover that I was like, what I was one of those in the men, heck that, yeah, you were <laughs> same shirt. Like, what the heck am I doing? Uh, I mean, the, the, the honest answer to that is I was just doing what I could to make the magazine. Well, and the honest thing, and this is why women in coffee is a big deal. I yeah. mean, that's, that's, they, there's just, there's, it's a theme for the last couple of years is the <laughs> coffee two movement and what happens right. in, the, in the coffee scene. And I have a very much a male dominated. That's true. Industry. It really is. Uh, uh and, and I, I've also realized number one, uh, the, where I've brought the magazine gives me the ability to talk about whatever the heck I want and B, if I'm going to be one of these like media sources, uh, I don't, I don't necessarily need to make some huge change, but just being a media source that constantly talks about a subject makes that subject a reality. Right. So like if I have women on my cover for the next 10 years, that. I mean, I'm not sure that I could actually do that, but <laughs> that would be the current issue. A is just serious a Chemex porn copy. Uh, it's not actually, but anyways, we'll oh. get to that. <laughs> uh, oh. Anyways, my my point oh. is like be, because because I'm I'm a media source, like just just the subject matter, the way that I talk about things has an influence on discourse, uh, and so I have to keep that in mind. Okay, but so the current the current subject, black coffee. So I have an overarching theme. That doesn't necessarily mean that every single issue is going to be on that theme uh it's something that i try to weave in i i do almost everything in the business so uh it's really hard to i to to essentially replicate what teams of people do as one person um so i try to do things like uh, january i had marceline Butza and rebuild women's hope on the cover that was really awesome it's true uh, i'm working on a few stories for the next few issues that i hope will be uh, in a similar vein uh, but I also have different categories for the different issues. So if I don't have something that I'm satisfied with ready being the feature, I can go and go into like um, the craft of coffee or something like that, diving into a brew method or something else. So while I was working on February's issue, I had this article partially written because uh, I, I just I have... I think I did a word count on this in the middle of last year. When I, well, sorry, when I did the, the the name change, I counted how many words I'd written for Coffee Lovers magazine, and it hit almost a million. Uh, <laughs> I just like write all the time. Yeah, uh, a lot of it is trash, but a lot of it gets. Is that your other podcast? <laughs> <laughs> that podcast is called "A Lot of It Is Trash." That's right. Uh, uh, that the name for that podcast is also the third crack. Um, oh, that's right. <laughs> wait, I'm on that. <laughs> uh, so I, I had this article that I'd started writing about getting into black coffee because it's a subject that's of interest to people who are trying to learn more about coffee is how do you, how do you get into enjoying coffee like this? It's pretty much the only way I drink coffee these days. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a special occasion when I add something to it and it's not because it's not a snooty thing to me. It's just like I legitimately yeah. enjoy the coffee best like this. Oh yeah, I it's totally agree. Just tastiest. Yeah, I mean that's that's I, one I of those paradoxes. The, too. And the more that's why I talk about that a lot. Yeah. The more you get into the coffee, the less you want. Yeah, like the more you just <laughs> want smaller, more diverse brews of coffee. Right. Usually black. So um, trying to trying to help people get into that is kind of challenging. I was starting to write on that, uh, and then so January I was binge watching. Star Trek Voyager. Mm. 
And you know, in, in the next generation, a cold, dark world. <laughs> next generation, um, uh, Captain Picard's thing is always uh, Earl Grey tea, hot. Uh, Captain Janeway's thing in Voyager is coffee, black. Which is this very like if you if you watch uh, like you see coffee pop up in just pop culture and TV shows and movies and that kind of thing, uh, the 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 concept of black coffee shows up, but it's always this like tough like hardcore kind of like you gotta like really like nasty things right. or like even the people who love the black coffee like kind of admit that it's disgusting, and that's a, just a, such an interesting concept to me. Yeah, I. This yeah. is funny. I feel really hipster talking about this in this way. <laughs> With my scarf and my thing. Yeah, please take a photo for this. <laughs> this is going to go in the extended show notes, by the way. Uh, CoffeeLoversRadio.com. Yep. Here, look smug. Look, like... Give us your best hipster. <laughs> I can. I'm and smiling. Hold make on. sure to get your Apple computer in on this picture, too. <laughs> oh, Joseph, your mom's proud. I have so, a lot of pictures of Joseph with this microphone in front of him. So I had, um, I had this... Just, just thinking about the way that coffee and and coffee consumption is perceived in culture, and th- these are the kinds of things that I like to write about uh, because I think it's I think it's really helpful to break down the meanings of these ideas and how they actually stand in reality. So, like, here's what people think about black coffee. Well, here's what it actually is. It's like right. actually really freaking delicious. And if you get into it, you're just never going to look back. I mean, that's just the way of it. Although I have to say, in defense of milk and mochas. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I still love a good uh, mocha. Yeah, a good oh, mocha. Yeah. Oh, man. But see, here's the thing. Your perception of a good mocha will also change. Right. So, And it's always after I've had my full Chemex. And it's like, well, I had a lot of, had a lot of coffee and no food. I'll have a hunk of cheese and a perfect mocha as if that's going to help. And, you know, get some sugar going in the system. Um, so, yeah. so that's and, and for that issue, I wrote the the main the main article piece uh so you have like for it i mean how many articles you have at least half so a they're, dozen they're usually articles? they're I mean, usually have... like a dozen like features in an issue so yeah. it's an interactive it's a full issue. magazine folks. i've got i've got videos and audio in there <laughs> as well trifold. um but yeah no it's uh i mean that it's usually like 60 to 80 pages um you know yeah full-on magazine yeah. like uh rich content um i, t- I mean i think it's really awesome <laughs> I make it, but uh, I love it. It's uh, it's really good. All right, so you have you came up with the concept yeah. for the black coffee. Obviously, it's an area that you have a lot of words to write about, a lot of mm-hmm. things to talk about with it. So then, what? You start figuring out the content, figure out the articles, and get the photos. Or I mean, you, Mike, right. you and Michael so, take the photos mostly, right? I mean, uh, a lot of- so uh, for the for the black coffee issue, uh, I do I do take photos here and there. I also do find uh, people to work with for that kind of thing. Uh, it, it, it depends. Some of the, so right now, one of the ongoing features that I have is um, I, I was contacted by a writer, I think beginning of last year or maybe the end of the previous year, um, uh, Stephen Unger, who's writing this book on uh, coffee and coffee culture around the world. He's just been traveling everywhere. Uh, writing about coffee culture in different places and taking photos and all this kind of thing. And he started sharing with me his chapters, really liked how we were presenting in the magazine. So he's just going to keep sharing with it. And right. we're going to, you know, present the full book, um, uh, you know, when he launches, uh, publishes the full book, right. get people the option to get that. Uh, but so that, that's an example of some of the content that gets in there as well. Um, and, and, you know, they provide the writing and the, and the photos for that piece. Um, 
they're, you know, it, it's a combination of I make the content or I find people to work with on the content. Right. Uh, it's actually surprisingly challenging. Maybe not that surprising, but it's challenging to find writers for this magazine yeah. because the content that I'm presenting is, uh, it's a certain, I guess it's a certain point of view. It's not commonly known like knowledge. You have to be in it. There's like research involved. Yeah. There's experience involved. Or you have to travel. Like I had a, a video in um, the January issue, like a almost an hour long video from like another company did this uh, um, tour of Columbia. Like they have to go there and produce that video. Right. Like I can't just go do that myself. Right. Um, but uh, so I, I find all these things that I think will be enriching to my readers and... Uh, it's hard. I mean, you and I have talked about like me writing for you, and I think mm -hmm. it's only been that one vote article, at least recently. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, that's you right. Know, and Francis did some writing for you. Yeah. But like my style of writing is very much, you know, political science degree, liberal yeah. arts degree, long writing. It's yeah. not it's not magazine copy at all. You know, so I have a hard time kind of wrapping my ideas around a mm -hmm. way that makes sense for the readers to get into there, you know, yeah. and, and so it's it, the, the way that the content is presented makes a big difference too. Which is why I also uh, give you are... things to review on my behalf <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. for conduit because I need your perspective on how to make, you know, the website look not there. There are other coffee magazines, mostly industry focused because right. uh, when I was getting into coffee, I would find these and try reading through them and that it was just like, wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. Like I would, just couldn't get through the content, wouldn't connect with me, that kind of thing. So, and that's where I feel um, like there's a, there's Roast Magazine, which is the coffee mm -hmm. roasting industry magazine out of the SCA, and they, uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful oh, yeah, yeah. Publica publication. The Wonderful. science is great, mm -hmm. but it's it's not for everybody. I mean, it's a it's kind of a bland thing if you want to talk about you know new roaster technologies and stuff. You know, for geeks, we totally right. get into that, but it's not a magazine for ordinary people to get into and look at. You know. Um, so where this comes into play, my, so there's making the issue every month, figuring out how to speak with people, uh, about these subjects The the business to me, like it's centered around the magazine. That's like just 20% of it. Uh, like 80% of the business really is like the marketing of the business you mean kind that, of makes the business 80% of the time. No, like 80% of like everything that I do yeah. is around that. Like, and, and the business itself, 80% of the business is marketing. And here's what marketing is to me. Marketing is a relationship. It's a system by which you, you go and get someone's attention, you connect with them, you give them something of value, and then you nurture that relationship. Like any other relationship that you might have, you, you do things for people and enrich their lives. Right. Uh, in this particular case, I'm a business, so you have the opportunity to spend some money uh, and get the magazine, right. which supports what I'm doing, and it supports your interest in this kind of thing, and it lets that all grow. Uh, but that it literally is the business, is this system of marketing, this information, these connections, these experiences, all about coffee. Right. Um, right. I mean, that's we laugh about that. We're going to say it again in the next episode. Like, the easiest part is is just kind of coming up with the content and doing that and then, you know, getting it done and getting the name out there is right. way harder. Cause well, and interestingly enough, like, uh, I, so I do everything in the business pretty much. Um, I said, so Michael Mage, a good friend of mine, he does the design for the issues. I will touch on that in a, in a moment, but, um, I honestly don't need to be doing the making of the magazine issues. Like if I could afford 
to pay someone else to do that. Right. I could oversee the strategy, but someone else could do those actions. Yeah, you could just be the editor. Uh, right. Or I Whatever. could hire an editor and like just oversee like the overall concept strategy, you know, planning that kind of thing. Uh, because it's that it's the system to hold it together where all of the important like business creativity goes into. Right. And the magazine is just a tool in fulfilling upon that. Um, one of last year uh or into last year from the previous year i had the the coffee lovers box this is when i still yeah. still named coffee lovers magazine that was an example of another tool for fulfilling upon this like connecting with people and teaching people about coffee but it's through actual coffee and not you know written material right uh so just another example of how that kind of pans out so yeah to me building relationships providing value teaching we shared the um what type of coffee drinker are you quiz right on the podcast a couple episodes back uh, that's an example of, of one of those t tools um, that, that brings people in and then starts that process of engaging and relationship building and that kind of thing. So I made a note here to kind of talk about the coffee connoisseur. Um, I think I'm going, to, I'm going to talk about that in about 30 seconds because I can dive down that too fast. So this, this connects with the name change. So I changed from Coffee Lovers Magazine to Extracted last year uh, because... Of the focus that the magazine had taken, uh, really focused on the craft of coffee, the people in it, uh, specialty coffee, getting into that kind of thing. Like still speaking to just the average home brewer, but to people who really want to dive in and learn more. Uh, so if you have that curiosity, like I can, like I want to give you a roadmap for getting into it. Totally. Um, and also just showcasing everything that's in coffee so yeah. people if you're not knowledgeable about all the moving all the pieces that are in there like then you can start seeing that and showcase that stuff I mean, right i love the name extracted so oh thank you yeah <laughs> um you don't like the idea of coffee connoisseur but i don't care so here's here's where here's where this comes in very briefly um people don't buy what they are they buy what they wish to be right like everything that we do as people is about our motivation for what we wish to be. Uh, so I think it's important to give something, give people something to reach for. And that's kind of what I'm trying to build around is this concept to reach for that you can become. Right. Uh, and so that's, that's where that kind of, that's where things are going. And again, it comes back to the whole, the business is the marketing structure. Right. And the product is just a tool for delivering upon that relationship building. Totally. Um, what's in it for me? Is that what you're going to ask? Uh, yes. What's in it for you? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, that's pretty. No, I was not going to. That's ask. not what you're going to ask now. I mean, what is in it for you? I mean, I mean, I, I know. I mean, it's. It's. I, mean, the, it's I, I kind of know, but also like. Why do we well, keep I'll get, doing this I'll get, stuff? I'll like, get really. We, I mean, I'll get really personal with. I mean, how many uh, hours so a month do you spend on this? This isn't just my work. Right. It's like, it's actually who I am now. Like oh, yeah. I, I talk with other people about the things that I do and they're like, how do you work so much? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I just like, cause I'll like wake up and I'll do this until it's time to go to bed. Yeah. I mean, I'll fit in like other stuff as well. Uh, but it's not. Coffee's a lifestyle. I mean, to get into coffee, whatever part of it, coffee's a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. The best, the best way I can, I can explain it to folks who like just do a day job for a paycheck I mean, so I used to, I used to have a, I used to have a nine to five and then I would do things I was interested in after that. 
this is the, th the thing that I was interested in right. after that. And it happens to now be the thing that I do when I wake up in the morning. Yeah. So it just evolved to take up everything. Right. That's the way it is. It's, it's not really work, am, but it's, it's definitely a routine. Uh, I mean, a lot of times it is work. Right. Uh, there, there is a lot of slogging to go through. Of and like a lot of really big challenges with making this happen and continuing to happen. So, uh, I mean, the reason I keep doing it is because I, when I started it off, I think it was a bit ahead of its time. But also, I knew nothing about business. I knew nothing about publishing. I had no resources. Uh, I still have only the resources. You have this one business. shot of espresso. <laughs> I still have, exactly. I still have only the resources that the business develops um, to bring into itself. But we're entering an age with coffee where this is going to become far more widely spread understanding of accepted acceptability and we kind of touched on this in in the episode uh, a couple weeks ago which is why we're doing the series that coffee is going is is evolving towards this this similar uh space where f like fine wine and whiskey and and beer is where mm -hmm. there is this upper echelon that everyone can get into and so that's that's uh that's very much evolving and i think evolving rapidly yeah um there's been big shifts just in the last year or two. I mean, faster than most businesses can keep up with it, oh, it yeah. seems like. Uh, um, um, just in the last year or two, there's been a huge shift from the industry in terms of their interest and willingness to actually work and connect directly with my readers. Because certainly for quite a number of years of doing this, the idea of advertising directly to coffee consumers was a foreign concept to a lot of companies in coffee. I mean, it's only been the last maybe a year yeah. that you've been excited about some of the traction you're getting with oh, these yeah. companies that you've been trying to get traction with since the beginning. Yeah, they were exactly. just like, what's in it for us? You don't have enough listeners, you know, enough viewers or whatever. Well, the numbers but didn't even matter. It wasn't even like, numbers. We don't do that. Yeah, we don't. We don't advertise to customers. And it's like, what? But that's a home brewing system. Why wouldn't <laughs> you advertise to those people that want to be yeah. making better coffee at home? It's just people entrenched in, All those in, an, old, in an old sort of industry. <clears throat> but when you, when you make that, that goal for people to reach to, it also helps everyone else understand where people are going and be like, oh, yeah, we can we can get on board with that. Mm -hmm. uh, these people are going to get up here and spend a lot of money on coffee, and we want a piece of that. You know, um, that's just the business. Uh, but um, where are we at? I mean, you enjoy it. I do because it's not work, work. It's hobby. Work. Well, I mean, it I mean, it is work, but it's like life fulfilling. Right. Work. I feel like I'm I'm taking advantage of all the gifts given to me by this work and that's like what everyone wants to really do in life mm -hmm. right uh, and so far like I, i've been able to do it and keep doing it i hope to do this for a very long time yeah, think, yeah. i mean things are looking really good for 2019 so that's good yeah uh challenges in this kind of work uh, like i said i do pretty much everything all the production planning uh business structure marketing like everything there's also a youtube channel where I have uh, like 200 videos on there or something like that. And I've got this podcast, I don't know if you've heard about it, called Coffee Lovers Radio. I haven't. Um, and there's another podcast called uh, The Third Crack. You're, no, you're, you're a regular guest on that show. You should should I know, know about that? You probably should. <laughs> what are you, Michael Cohen just wearing a wire? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I didn't realize these conversations but, were recorded. 
consistently producing valuable, entertaining, and enjoyable content for the magazine and all of these things, and and growing the business at the same time. Because here's the other thing, like making. I, I've been spending a lot of my time this week just writing for the next few issues. All that work, none of it does anything to grow the business. No. It's like all the time you spend roasting doesn't do a dang thing to grow your business. No, it's, it's just the fulfillment of the entire the stuff that you have done cornerstone right. of the business and right. why I'm doing it. Like you not having an episode or not having an issue no. come out yeah, no. makes all of your lifestyle and everything you love about it a moot point. Right, exactly. But, but also the episode itself isn't the yeah, thing no, that's actually like publishing it doesn't grow the business. It just it fulfills upon the, upon the promises I've made and gives me the tools to to grow the business. Right. But I still need to do all that other work as well, um, which is also quite enjoyable. Um, and then within this whole framework is trying to grow all this without any sort of I have no investment, no investment. Like I just grow it based I mean, off of what the business. And does. those are the challenges. And I might talk about this a little bit in the next episode as mm -hmm. far as investors go. But there's not a lot of money out there for these small businesses, like to do these small little hobby things. There's not a lot out there. Like no. you have to either have the either have the clout, like the cachet yourself, or you have to have the subscribers, yeah, volume numbers, yeah, it's to funny make that. it worthwhile. But For, like, you can't just be like, oh, I need a hundred grand to you know fund my endeavor into this cool little online magazine thing, right? If I could say like, if you give me a hundred grand, I'll give you back two in a year. Like, if I was able to say that, I wouldn't need your hundred grand, right? <laughs> and you're not manufacturing something. You're no. not like it's not a turnaround of it's. There's a weird economy here, and I yeah. think that's something that. I'm going to touch on more because it's definitely the theme of the year as things change in Seattle. Like the economies are changing and the yeah. support for these businesses and the support for how we how we as consumers can support these businesses has changed because the economics have changed. And so how do you continue to see the diversity in businesses and the diversity yeah. in podcasts and what we're talking about? And uh, so, yeah, these are these are subjects we'll we'll touch on in future episodes. Um, going to wrap it up here before we dive too much deeper into this. But um, yeah. As far as what you can do, um, support the magazine. Subscribe to it. Tell your friends about it. Extractedmagazine.com. Extractedmagazine.com. Yeah. Yep. Even if you so it's you, beautiful. Go and check it out. Yeah. Like it is just. Uh, and you can get a you can get a free month. There's like a subscription trial. Like yeah. if you really don't want to subscribe, just subscribe to that and cancel and get the latest issue for free. That's the easiest way to do that. Right. Uh, you can also go take the 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 quiz yep. that's on Extracted Magazine. Um, and uh, sign up to the email newsletter, which is on the site as well. And I do a whole bunch of stuff by email. You can yes, you just do. learn. Yeah. When we did the uh, what kind of coffee drinker are you quiz, yes. I signed up with yeah. a different email for that. Too. Uh -huh. And now I get double the emails. My phone just goes off. <laughs> and it's like all these things from Joseph. And I don't read them. Oh, that's too bad because they're really interesting and entertaining. Yeah. You're missing out. No, I support you. I mean, I'll open the email and let it run down to the bottom because I know you look at the algorithms and... ah. Albert Gritham. Albert Gritham. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, uh, shout outs. We don't, I don't think we have any shout outs this week, but I have a question. Yes. Because uh, we're, 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 we're weaving those into the shout outs as well. Um, CoffeeLoversRadio.com. Click that Patreon. Uh, sign up. Get a shout out. Get a question in. See Joseph in his hipster peacoat and hat. That's right. Uh, Sorry the garage is so cold today, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you could know another language that isn't English, what would it be and why? Me? Or? Yes, you. I can also answer this question. Oh my gosh. Um, I was kind of talking about this. I, I, I don't know if I can name a specific language. I wish, I took a fair amount of German, so I wish I was just had another language. 
Yeah. Like any other language would be nice to say that I could speak another language, mm-hmm. you know. So I know a little bit of German. I really wished I had more Italian, mm-hmm. you know. So I can't wait to go take Italian oh. Italian roasting lessons with yes. Francesco and Milano. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pope Howard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, I mean, I feel like for practicality where I am now, like I really, instead of German, I should have taken Spanish because right now I would be learning Spanish more because yeah. everything in coffee has something to do with Spanish. I, but I'm, I'm also really intrigued by other languages and mm-hmm. um, I really want to go live someplace and be forced to learn the language there. I'm not really interested in learning French. Mm-hmm. I and feel I've like, like I put should... my foot down my entire life about not learning French and I have some funny yeah. experiences where that really would have been helpful to know how to count to 10, uh-huh. you know, or <laughs> say hi. <laughs> <laughs> I I learned French, or well, I took French in college. Um, I I have a really hard time learning languages by the book. Uh, I think I'm really someone who needs to like immerse myself. But I feel like I should at least finish learning, like just understand enough to have a conversation in French. Right. That's like I really feel, should be able to have yeah, that. I feel like that um, with German. Like I should just have that conversation. I, I think I do need to learn Spanish. I actually I actually going to be doing some interviews in Spanish soon. Um, they're going to be over email though. So. I'll be able to do that without really knowing the language. <laughs> Thanks, Google. Yes, exactly. Uh, but I, I, for the whole like being in coffee thing, um, I want to. I want to do work in the future, like at Origin and with farmers, and right. knowing Spanish is going to be really helpful for that. Uh, but my my sort of real answer to this question is actually Arabic. Yeah, I would really love to learn Arabic I'd love and to learn dive how to into. I want to dive into the history of coffee in Yemen yeah. and all, and just like read these original texts and all this kind of thing. It's just absolutely beautiful. fascinating. Uh, Mokhtar's yeah. feed has had some Arabic on yeah. there, and yeah. it's been just just beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a very it's a very yeah. amazing language. All right, Joseph. That's enough of us today. Yep. Thank you so much for listening. Next week. Next week, part three. Yep. CoffeeLoversRadio.com. I'm remembering. Click that Patreon. Cheers. Cheers. This has been Joseph and Jesse with Coffee Lovers Radio. Thank you for listening, and please subscribe to the show and sign up for the email newsletter. Visit coffeeloversradio.com. There you can listen to our shows, click through to our Patreon page to get expanded show notes and other fun stuff. Coffee Lovers Radio is a partnership between Extracted Magazine and Conduit Coffee. Visit coffeeloversradio.com, say hello, and listen to our after show, The The Third Third Crack. Crack!